This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Paris. Hey guys, so we are back with another Wellness Wednesday. Today we have the legend, the icon, Deepak Chopra. I thought you were going to say me. (laughs) And the other icon, Lucas Gage. Let's do this. Hi Paris, so nice to be with you again. Nice to be with you again as well. This is my friend, Lucas. Hi, I'm such a big fan of you. I just did your 21-day meditation with Oprah, and you changed my life. So I'm obsessed with you. (laughs) Thank you, Lucas. (laughs) So you've been a pioneer of mindfulness and meditation for decades. Did you ever imagine it would gain the popularity it has now? I did not, Paris. I started my journey almost 45 years ago, uh, discovering what are now called the molecules of emotion like serotonin, opiates, oxytocin, um, and so on. And I knew there was a connection between mind, spirit, and body, but there was no proof. Now we know that meditation and mindfulness actually changes your gene expression. We did a study with Harvard and UCSF and Scripps and the Chopra Foundation, which is a nonprofit. And in a one-week retreat, we found that people who were doing these practices, the genes that cause uh, anti-aging and the genes that cause healing 
and self-regulation and homeostasis went up some 17-fold. The genes that cause uh, inflammation associated with chronic disease like Alzheimer's, etc., cancer went down. The level of the enzyme telomerase, which controls how we age, went up 40%. So during this one week, at least, we showed reversal of aging. So now we are launching something called the longevity experiment to see how if we combine meditation, mindfulness with something called signal molecules, which are molecules that help DNA repair itself and also uh, realign and regulate metabolism, we could extend health span and longevity almost indefinitely. Wow, that's fascinating. I need to do this. <laughs> I have a question for you, Deepak. Um, in your 21 day, there's one that really sticks with me. There's there's a mantra or a thing that you say about talking about connecting to your childlike playfulness and naivety. That one is one of my favorite ones that you do. And afterwards, there's a mantra that you give us. And I have a little bit of trouble with this mantra, but there's something that Paris used to say when I used to watch her as a kid that was very playful and fun. And it was sana sa. And could I use that as the mantra after that that could connect me to this playfulness? Like sana sa. Of course you can. Of course you can. The mantra is just an instrument to anchor you into mm -hmm. the experience and that memory. So if you if that memory uh, elicits wonder, curiosity, playfulness, joy, then that's your anchor. Use it. And why do you think that we get rid of our playfulness and our wonder and our curiosity as we get older? Why does that diminish? It's called education, which is information <laughs> overload. The original meaning of education is educor, to bring out what is at already at the core of a human being. So there's a saying in the meditation traditions, every child that is born is proof that God has not yet given up on human beings. But God has competition. It's called education. Our education now is not bringing out what the potential is, but loading people with information. If I need information, I can Google it. I don't need to go to school to, for it. And yet our school systems are totally screwed up because they're not, they're not bringing out the full potential that is there in any child. All you have to look at a child and see wonder, curiosity, playfulness, joy, uh, love, empathy, compassion, sparkle in their eyes. And then you say, no, 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 this is your name, Lucas. You're Christian. This is the school you go to. And this is your economic status. Now you're screwed. Mm -hmm. oh, well, I'm glad that I dropped out early, but I definitely still <laughs> was affected by a lot of this education. And I think it, it did diminish some of the joy and some of the wonder and curiosity. That's it. Yeah. I think one is that's one of Paris's secrets. She still has that innate. Uh, she does. Uh, yeah. Yes. That's why we all love her. Love yes. you. <laughs> Flower child forever. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Just like, I don't know, I've always felt like I have that childlike quality and I feel like a kid at heart always. And 
I don't know. I think that's just like a great way to be because when you lose that, I feel like you lose yourself. Yep. And it's boring and beyond. (laughs) Um, So do you think like all the stress of the pandemic and everything that's happened over the past two years has caused people to want to learn more about meditation and healing? Yes. You know, there there have been many... um, many pandemics in the last few years. One is, of course, COVID. The second is a lot of people lost their jobs. So there was a financial uh, pandemic. But the most important pandemic was stress, which is the perception of threat, where they feel unsafe, whether it's psychologically, emotionally, or anyway, financially. And that really was aggravating even what was happening with the pandemic. So our research showed that those who were stressed, those who had chronic illness like diabetes, heart disease, cancer, those who were depressed, those who were anxious, and those who had inflammation uh, were more prone to um, getting sick from the pandemic. Now you say elderly people, yes, but what about the young people who some of them were dying, some of them were in respirators? They had what are called inflammatory storms, their body was flooded with inflammation, uh, which is their bodies on fire, metaphorically speaking. And all of them had severe anxiety and depression at the same time. Now, our research also shows that low-grade anxiety and low-grade depression and low-grade inflammation predict disease by decades. So if you catch them early, then you can actually prevent that from happening. And that is one of the things that we're engaged in right now. You know, you start to give people the experience of um, what it is to be joyful. I don't know if you know this, Paris, but right now, the second most common cause of death in teenagers is suicide. Uh, Every 40 seconds, somebody in the world is dying from suicide. And we've started through our foundation, a campaign, Uh, called Never Alone, where we don't want anyone ever to feel that they're isolated. And we give them attention, appreciation, affection, joy, and acceptance. And then they create their own communities. The answer to everything, everything, all human suffering is a pandemic of joy. And that's what we should be all doing, creating a pandemic of joy. I love that. Me too. That's incredible. I hope the next pandemic is joy. (laughs) Me too. Well, help us spread it. You're doing it already by by having me on your podcast. So I'm grateful. We're grateful to have you on here. Well, yeah, we're grateful to have you. You're you're so accomplished and you're constantly busy doing so many podcasts. Um, Do you ever get stressed out and anxiety about all of your to do? You know, I ask myself only two, three questions. Is it fun? Number two, am I hanging out with people who are fun to be with? And number three, does it alleviate suffering? If I can say yes to all those three, I do it. There's no stress. I love that. I, I need to incorporate that. I, I'm i an actor. I'm not as cool or important as Paris, but uh, sometimes my thoughts and my anxiety get in the way. Like at work, I sometimes think that, and I have to remember what you teach is like, we aren't our thoughts and we aren't our body. But in the moment, it's hard to disconnect from your thoughts when you're thinking, am I bad at this? Do I suck? Am I messing up? What would you suggest in those moments? Because you can't 
tell yourself, just don't think these thoughts, don't be stressed out, don't be anxious. It makes it worse. What do you do in those moments? Lucas, you're not the first one. You know, I used to work with Michael Jackson and I worked with a lot of people who are very famous for their talent, you know, either as singers or as performers or actors. And they all, all, 100% of them have what is called performance anxiety. And so within limits, that's a good thing because it is the wisdom of insecurity that makes you want to achieve more and more, right? But if you have too much of it, then you judge yourself only as your last big hit. And, you know, if you have had a few hits, big accomplishments, then you become nervous. Am I going to be able to do it again? And so when that performance anxiety goes out of control, then it's damaging. A little bit is good. It makes you perform better. You know, as I said, I call it the wisdom of insecurity. But then my advice to you is when you're performing, be in the process. Don't be thinking about the result. Okay, it's like when I'm enjoying a good song, I'm not thinking of the end of the song, right? Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying the song. When you dance, you're not thinking, when is this going to end? You're dancing. So when you're performing, just perform with passion. With what is, be a PhD in performance called passion, hunger, and drive. That's it. Love that. Be in the process. Don't be result oriented. I need you in my ear at all times. (laughs) (laughs) This is Paris. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
a new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So your new book is called Abundance, The Inner Path to Wealth. What does abundance mean to you and how can we have abundance in times of fear and insecurity? Okay, so, you know, interestingly enough, the thought came to me to write this book after I heard a lyric from Bob Marley, which said, some people are so poor, all they have is money. And I started to think about that. You know, I started to think, can money buy you true love? The answer is no. Can money buy you compassion? insight, intuition, imagination. Can money buy, get rid of the fear of old age, infirmity, or even death? And the answer is no. So then I started to do some research on what makes people happy and feel abundant. And I actually found there's something called the happiness equation. So the happiness equation has three things. One's your set point in the brain. And that is some people who are people who are unhappy, they're always condemning, complaining, criticizing, playing the victim. On the other hand, people who are happy, they always seek opportunity, even in the midst of um, uh, adversity, but they also give each other and themselves attention, appreciation, affection, and acceptance. Money is important in order to have a abundant life too. But if it becomes your identity, then you confuse yourself 
with your selfie. I like to say that you're not yourself, you're yourself. And so your net worth and your self-worth are two different things. If you think your net worth gives you self-worth, then you should seriously think about it. So money adds about 10 to 12% every day in our happiness experience. The third component is the choices we make every day. So there are two kinds of choices we make every day. One's for personal pleasure, things like, you know, alcohol or shopping or entertainment or sex. And these make us happy too, but only for a short time. And then we have to repeat the same experience. And if we have an addictive personality, then we might get addicted to what is called pleasure. And now pleasure becomes painful. So we should make choices for personal pleasure, but within moderation. There's another kind of choice we make, and that is for what people call fulfillment. And you get fulfilled when you have meaning and purpose in life. But the fastest way to be happy is to make another person happy. And so when mm -hmm. I looked at that equation, then I said abundance is generosity of spirit. It comes from our source and it includes money, but it also includes love and belongingness. It includes um, it includes meaning and purpose. It includes creative insight, intuition, insight. It also includes the grace of as you grow older, you don't stop growing old. And ultimately, it includes finding your true self, which is timeless, which goes beyond the fear of death. So that's true abundance. And money is one component. Yeah, I agree, I agree with I that completely. That. I think that money definitely does not buy happiness, but making others does. Like for me to make yeah. someone smile and make someone happy and be the reason for it makes me so happy. And that's something that I do every single day of my life. Well, you're a good example. Millions of people would say that. Thank you. She is. <laughs> I love you. I love one of your quotes that you have that the first the first year to the 25th year is for growing and learning and 25 to 50 is for the fame and the success and then 50 and everything after that is your true self when you're really getting to know yourself yeah, but the the 25 first 25 is learning education yeah. second 25 is fame and fortune third 25 is giving back and fourth 25 is what we call self-realization getting in touch and being intimate with your soul. So you go beyond the fear of death. It's called self-realization. These are called the four phases in my tradition. I'm already in my fourth phase. And I'm well, very you look so good. A, you look amazing and you take <laughs> such good care of yourself and it shows. And yeah, I, I struggle with that. I, I'm, I'm sure I'll get better with it in age, but I definitely have a fear of death and a fear of growing old. You, you will get over it if you get in touch with your true self. And that's my life's work now, helping people get in touch with their true self. Go beyond their selfie and find themselves. The body-mind is your selfie. It's not who you are. Well, I know that you offer a bunch of steps to this, like the yoga and the meditation and focusing your energy. But um, like, what is, what is, what do you think like the first tool you would give in staying present would be if you if someone was just starting in this practice just stop once in a while and ask yourself am i present that's it 
That simple. Am I present right that now? That simple. Am I present right now? Asking that question brings you into the present. You know, I just realized when I said that, I, I just took a breath and realized I wasn't even breathing. There you are. <laughs> so, it's so interesting. Yeah. So watch your breath too. Your breath is a sign of whether you're present or not. You know, be wow. with your breath. You know, this is the Buddha's original teaching. You know, he got in touch with his breath. And if nothing else, take 24 hours just to focus on your breath. Take a day off and focus on your breath for about two or three hours, if you can do it, or even one hour, then get into the habit of stopping once in a while and being aware of your breath and asking that same question. Love that. Thank you. I feel like it's so hard for me to do that as well. Like I'm so ADD, like I can't even do yoga. I can't meditate. I can't relax. Like my mind is moving so fast. There's like so many things happening. Like how, like, how do you relax and like meditate? Because I literally have no idea. Well, right now, Paris, there are so many aids, including artificial intelligence, apps. We have an app called Chopra, Chopra Global. We teach meditation in, with online. But uh, as you, I know you are very big in this whole metaverse NFT world. We are creating something called MetaHuman Apps, and we just finished an immersive experience, our foundation, with the Van Gogh Museums and something called Lighthouse. So you can go into the museum for about a half-hour show, and you can have the same experience uh, that you would with deep meditation. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we enter this so-called Metaverse, uh, with uh, all that's happening in the... NFT community and the artists, I think there'll be very many ways to get people into the same space. Some people get through that space uh, through music, some people through dancing, some people through yoga, some people through breathing, some people through poetry, some people through visual art, some people through uh, this new uh, digital art. So when we bring it all together, I think, uh, there's no one way to get into that space, but the space is always available to you. It's the space between your thoughts. So the, it is your thought that messes you up, you know, but there's a space between every thought. The more we can expand that space between thought or between breath or between any perception and these new technologies that are immersing, emerging, I think we'll be able to do that. Uh, with things like Oculus, but even in real time, you know, by entering into a studio that offers that ability. You know, you and I were in Dubai last time when we spoke, but that in Dubai, they're creating something called the Museum of the Future. Mm. I was there uh, three weeks ago, and they're creating these spaces in the museum where without an Oculus, you could have the same experience. Mm, I want to check that out. I'm like obsessed with the net metaverse so cool. and NFTs and everything. So I definitely want to check out that project and also go to this other museum. That sounds epic. Mr. Chopra, I was at the uh, NFT metaverse museum in Amsterdam the other week in Paris actually has an exhibit there for NFTs. And yes. it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. 
I was yeah. freaking out. <laughs> yeah, we did something called uh, Seva.love. It's NFT for good. So we just raised money for Amelia Clark for brain injury and brain trauma. We're now through NFTs raising money for rescuing bears from Mongolia, for starting a school in um, Nepal, and also for actually creating a show where the great apes come to rescue humanity because humanity is sleepwalking its way to death. So anytime you want mm -hmm. uh, any association with us, NFT for good, we're there to serve you. I would love That's that. That's so cool. Paris, isn't, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't yours about mental health and about your escape, the pink room when you were in a dark place and that was your escape? Yes, that was just kind of like this place that I would go to when I was dealing with trauma and the abuse that I was suffering at these schools. And it was kind of like this safe place that I created. So I, I love NFTs that, you know, really represent something yeah, like well, that. You've been enormously gifted in actually doing some of the best NFTs there Thank are you. right now and making them helpful for the world. So you're a, you're a role model for all of us. Thank you. That means so much coming from you. <laughs> this is Paris. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? 
Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Seven Slitting Questions. Yes. What is your life slogan? Heal. Love that. Sunrise or sunset? You can't tell the difference. I love that. Yes. Do you believe in ghosts? I think we're all ghosts. By the time I see you, the one that I'm seeing is not there. It takes a little moment to, by the time you hear my words, you won't, um, those words have disappeared. So everything we're looking is a lucid dream in a vivid now. We are living in ghost land already. There are only ghosts. Ghosts are symbols. (laughs) I'm tri- <laughs> that is so trippy. You're so right. And I'm shook right now. I'm it shook. All, I'm all of us are fictional characters in the collective dreamscape. So oh, yeah, we're, we're in a video game. That's right. We're in the simulation. So that's what the metaverse is. The real metaverse. Oh, my God. Yes. I love you. Love well, you. Okay. What is your favorite body part? <laughs> I think we don't have body parts. They're, they're actually activities of the whole. So I would say the very idea of a body part is a misperception. It's a magical lie. But if I had a favorite body part, it would be the brain because it controls all the other body parts. We're not our thoughts. Our thoughts are us. We're not our brain. We're not our body, but our bodies are... When our bodies aren't in the world, the world is in our body, is what you're saying, right? right? The world is in, no, you're not no. in your body, your body is in you. You're not in your mind, your mind is in you. You're not oh my in God. the world, the world is in you. You are the creator 
and the user of your mind, your brain, your body, which is projecting as the world out there. Wow. Wow. Okay. I, I see what you're saying. Um, would you want to hear a harsh truth, even if it was unflattering or caused suffering? I think it's very important to be immune to criticism and not be offended by it, but to take it as feedback. So I would not be offended. If you're offended by criticism, then you'll be offended for the rest of your life. You have you get the mercy of every stranger on the street. How often do you floss? I floss all the time whenever I brush my teeth. Yeah, hot. That's hot. <laughs> That's hot. We love a healthy, we need, clean, we need, clean. We need to floss our brains too. <laughs> yes. I need to floss my soul. Yes, no, the floss is, soul is always pure. It's the mind, the brain that needs the floss. I don't know if mine is pure, honestly. <laughs> no, no. <Soul laughs> Thank pure. you. It will be after this. <laughs> Thanks, I do. I'm truly with my two biggest icons and legends right now. I, I feel oh, so grateful to be in the, the same sweet. meta room with you two. Wow. <laughs> yes. And our last living question is, what is your favorite holiday? I'm on a perpetual holiday. Uh, I think my vocation is my vacation. So uh, every moment is a holiday for me. You know, the word holiday comes from the word holy day. So every day is holy. I like it. We should start treating every day as a holiday. I think we'd be a much joyful world. Yeah, celebrative. The life is to be surprised. You know, that we take our life and our existence for granted is the biggest mystery to me. If you're perpetually surprised with existence, holiday every moment. I like that. That's one of the quotes in my book. One of the quotes is, you should treat every day like it's your birthday. Yeah. (laughs) Every day is a new day. Every moment is new. Look out. Look at the world as if for the first time. Guys, I think that we need to do a wellness retreat with the two of you. And I think the whole world would be such a better place. If we oh, it would be an honor. This. Let's do it whenever you guys are ready. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready okay. too. Let's go. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We're so honored well, to have you, you on thank here. Thank you, both of you. Lucas, thank, thank you. you, Paris. And stay in touch, okay? Definitely. Will do. Okay. God we'll bless. See you soon. God bless. Bless you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was so much fun. And Lucas, I loved doing that with you. I can't wait to do more. And um, yes. <laughs> Me too. Thank you. Sliving. Sliving. See you guys soon. Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS. And follow us at This Is Paris Podcast. Bye, babes. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of Eve Nightly Pop at Hunter March. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them 
And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.